0: feel unequipped? Do you wonder why God would ask you to do something that you have no idea how to do? I have been there too. And we are going to look into this. See you in a few. Welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. I am your host, Jamie Schaefer. Um, Is anyone else like ready for spring to come? Um, I am in the middle of the winter miz, as I like to call them. My mood is just meh. Um, I'm so done with the gray weather. Like, why can't we be like bears and just hibernate? Um, Just for like a month. And we would get to choose which month, January or February. They are the grayest of the winter months. Um, Who is with me on that suggestion? Like, if you are listening, then please put in the comment section of this episode's post in my Facebook group or on my Instagram. Like, which month you would hibernate and why. (laughs) Um, I would probably choose January because it's the longer of the winter months. So I would miss more winter. Um, if you couldn't tell, I am a summer girl through and through. It cannot get here fast enough. Like Hershey park is opening for its spring hours next month. And I am very ready. I, I, I just can't wait. <laughs> um, And Daylight Savings Time is coming up pretty soon. Like, I think next weekend. So that should help with the winter blues and my, I'm going to call it the mood of meh. Like, I'm definitely ready. (laughs) I can't wait. Um, I have been reading out of a devotional book called Um, A Moment to Breathe, 365 devotions that meet you in your everyday mess. And it's this sweet little book that has a small devotion per day. And the one that I read um, today was called He Calls the Broken. And it's by, it was written by Kristen A. Smith. I don't know who she is, but... um, it doesn't matter. She was in this book. Um, she talked about how she would help lead worship in her church, which I am so like that probably kind of like touched my heart because I used to help lead worship in my parents, um, church, my, in my home church. And, um, I just absolutely loved every minute of it because I love to sing and, Um, I was a big fish in a small pond. I'm not really sure how great my voice is, but, um, anyway, we won't go there. Let's not compare. I was just taught a lesson tonight about comparing and I probably really do like secretly do it more than I think I do. But anyway, I digress. Um, anyway, back to her story. Um, she talked about how she would, help lead worship in her church and how she felt really uncomfortable going out on the stage to lead worship because she felt as though she wasn't good enough as a person. Um, She felt as though she didn't have the right to be leading worship because she was a sinner. Um, and she felt as though she should be perfect in order to lead others in worship. Um, she then realized that was not God saying that to her, but the thief saying it to her. The thief war- wanted her to believe that she wasn't good enough to be up there. Um, have you ever felt that way about something that God has called you to do? Like, have you ever... Can you relate with Kristen that, um, you know, sometimes I feel like um, we, you know, we'll, we're in the congregation um, And, um, we look up at the, we, you know, we're singing along with the worship team and they just, like, they don't seem like you, like they seem like they have it all together. And, um, you know, and, and honestly, the thief tells you, you know, what if you want to go sing? What if you want to go to your worship pastor and say, Hey, I can sing too. Can I try out? Or do you need people to help lead worship? Um, Or anything that you want to do. Um, And the thief tells you, you can't do that. Look at them. They got it all together. You don't have it all together. Um, Like, um, you know, he does that. He does that so that you don't feel that you don't feel good enough and then you don't carry out God's calling. That's, that's the lies that he tells you. So, um, but I, you know, I know that's happened to me. I don't know if that's ever happened to all of you guys or not, but it takes courage and it takes guts to follow a calling from God. It really does. um, Because the thief knows that and he loves to tell you lies about how you're not good enough to answer that call. You're not ready. You're not good enough. Um, You have to be perfect. Um, And he tells you that because he knows that if you answer that call, then it will lead someone else to God. And that is what he despises. He doesn't want anybody to be with God. He doesn't want you to be with God. He doesn't want anybody else to be with God. He wants to keep you as far away from God as possible. So he's going to lie to you so that then you don't go and help somebody else. And if he tells you lies and convinces you to believe those lies, then he wins his game. Right? However... I love the next sentence that someone told her. And I've heard a similar truthful saying. But this is the one that somebody told her. God doesn't call the perfect. He perfects the called. Guys, I'm going to like say that again. Because it's got to like sink in. It's got to sink in. It's got to sink in. Okay. God doesn't call the perfect. He perfects the called. Like how refreshing is that saying? It's like a it's like a huge sigh of relief, right? Like it means that we don't have to be perfect to carry out His perfect plan. I mean, think about Moses, okay? Moses, like you know, you watched the Ten Commandments with, um, oh, for the love of Pete, um, Charleston Heston. Thank you, Charleston Heston. Just came to my brain. <laughs> And the Ten Commandments, and you watch it every Passover, right? Right around Easter, Passover, okay? And you see that he was like, he was just, he was so fantastic, and the words always came to him, and he was just this deep voice that boomed, you know, like, (laughs) went to Pharaoh and all this stuff. But you guys, if you read the, if you read the story in the Bible, okay, like, that's fantastic. It's great. Like I love watching that movie. But if you read in the Bible, he said to God, he was like, why are you asking me? Are you sure you mean me? Are you sure you don't mean the guy behind me? Because are you sure you mean me? Like, (laughs) I mean, it's a good thing that it's just me standing here by the burning bush because I really thought you meant like somebody else. There's gotta be somebody else standing behind me. You're not talking to me right, I stutter, man, like, he's like, I'm not good with words, which they, they, they're pretty certain that Moses had, like, a, had a stutter, okay, um, and not there's anything wrong with that, okay, like, but, but when you're asked to, like, go to Pharaoh and, like, do all this crazy, like, huge stuff, and, like, speak to people it's hard for somebody who stutters they can definitely do it and they can definitely overcome it okay because with God we can overcome anything but he was like you gotta mean somebody behind me because I can't talk to Pharaoh but follow the story there was no guy behind him it was him and he did it right with God he did it right okay so he wasn't perfect, right? He didn't call Moses because he was perfect, right? He perfected the called. All right. Like that's how that went. Um, look at David. David was not perfect, but he was the king. Okay. Um, who else? I mean, just about anybody in the Bible, okay? Anybody in the Bible, they were not perfect, but he perfected them to carry out what they were supposed to do. The only perfect person was Jesus, okay? Um, So like I said, how refreshing is it to know that, right? Right? It's a huge sigh of relief, right? I mean, it means that we don't have to be perfect to carry out his perfect plan. He will equip us to do all that he wants to have done. We just need to be obedient and listen to his instructions. Like He's not just going to be like, here's a project. Bye. (laughs) Have a good time with it. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's just like when we get something that needs to be assembled, um, we have no idea how to put this thing together, right? I mean, for the most part, we have no idea, right? I mean, I know that when I get something that needs to be assembled, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's <laughs> Like, we could just, like, you can get it, and imagine if you just got it, there's no, sometimes this happens, you do get something, and there's no instructions, and you just go, okay, I guess it's, uh, we just hope everything fits together the way it's supposed to, but God's not like that, okay? He's not going to just send you the thing with no instructions, right? Like, we're not just going to throw up our hands and say, oh, well, until I know how to put it together, I guess I won't. (laughs) Um, Or we could get out the instruction manual and follow it and follow the plan line for line and put it together. That's God. Okay. Like God is the instruction manual. The Bible is the instruction manual. He's going to be like, this is what I want you to do. And then he's going to lead you right on through it. Trust Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Because. I felt this way with the podcast. I still do. I still feel this way with the podcast. I know that I'm not a perfect person. And there are times when I prep a podcast and I record it and I think, how dare I give advice to other people on how to live their life and handle situations when I am so imperfect? Like you guys, for instance... I've been talking for the whole last year, every now and again, not every podcast, but quite a few of them about comparison. And I'm not going to say what I said, okay, but I got kind of called on the carpet, which I should have, for comparing. And to be truthful with you, I don't even think I knew that I was comparing. But I was, okay? Um so how dare I talk about comparison but really honestly yes I have every right to talk about comparison that's what God wanted me to say on the podcast that day and that's what I did okay so um my life's a mess but it's okay because everybody else's life is a mess I'm not comparing that's speaking truth we're all a mess Okay, I don't care how perfect you think you are, how much you think you got it together. There is a mess in there. Okay. (laughs) What makes me think that I should be helping others with their messy life? You know why I do this podcast? It's because God has told me to do this podcast. He equips me with a message to share with all of you. Guys, I had no idea what to talk about this week. I really didn't. I was like, oh man, the podcast is coming up and I need to get it together. And I was sitting on the couch. I'm a little bummed because off topic, commercial break. I was watching that show on Paramount Plus, 1883. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to see it. It's really, really good. Um, They're all out. All the episodes are out there now. So if you've got Paramount Plus, get on there and watch it because it was really good. But the last episode came out last Sunday. Not this Sunday. Not like yesterday Sunday. Sunday before. So I would always like get up early. Kind of do my hair. Get my makeup on for church. Be all set for church so that. Um, A, number one, we only have one bathroom, okay? So I was out of the bathroom. And then B, number two, I could be down here on the couch watching 1883 while I ate my breakfast. Well, it's over, okay? The last one came out last Sunday. So I was sitting on the couch and I was feeling kind of bummed. And then I was like, oh, got to get the podcast together, but don't know what to do. I don't know what God wants me to say. And then like when I know God is talking to me, like something just keeps running through like the same, like kind of not rant, a random thing just keeps like popping in my head, popping in my head, popping in my head. And it was, or I get a direction, like go do this, like go do this. And if I don't go and do it, it doesn't stop until I go and do it. Okay. Okay. He wanted me to do my evening devotion in the morning. That's what he wanted me to do. So, you guys, this little book that I read that I told you about um, is part of my evening devotions. And I opened it up and there it was. That's what this this devotion that I by Kristen Smith is what I was supposed to teach on. So, he tells me what to do. He equips me with a message. He equipped me with that message. This message that I'm telling you right now, he equipped me with it to share with all of you. And you guys have you have no idea. I prayed for a really long time on what my purpose is in this life. Like I, I aimed, I w- I was like aimless for like a really long time. Like almost my whole life. Um. And in 2020, he showed me little like clips and bits and pieces of what he wanted me to do. And if I didn't like bite on that one piece and like research what I thought it was, I wouldn't have gotten to the next step where he's like, no, that's not really what I want you to do. But it might, but it's, you know, I was following the instruction manual. He was instructing me. He was leading me along. He was making sure that I knew that I needed to rely on him to get to the next part and he answered me with this podcast and I feel like I really do I feel completely inadequate (laughs) to be doing this um, because I'm I'm a crazy mess okay I'm completely not perfect but he tells me what he wants me to say and it's honestly it's like it's a really beautiful thing and even if I've Like I've prepped for this, but even when I prep, there's little things that like get jammed into my head as I'm going along that he's like, no, add this, add this. This is what I want you to say. Add this. And it's the only way that it's happening because I don't know. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) It really is. It's quite a beautiful thing. Um, So or something will happen to me that day and it'll, it'll apply to this and it's something that, and as I'm talking online, I'm like, oh yeah, this happened to me and it applies here and it can only be like a God thing to like help somebody, maybe it's helping somebody else, whatever I said, maybe like whatever I added in, maybe that's helping somebody else who's listening. So um, just know that if you don't feel like you're If you're feeling God is like leading you to do something and you're like, heck no, that's not me. Nope. Heck. (laughs) No way. That's got to be the other guy. That's not me. God, are you sure you got the right Jamie? You sure you got the right (laughs) so-and-so? No, he does. He doesn't make a mistake with that, okay? There's, You don't look over your shoulders, okay? No, he means you. He's pointing at you. He wants you to do it because he knows you can because we can do anything through God who gives me strength, gives us strength. I just love how I just changed the person there. Like I was talking about us and then I was talking about me. But anyway, we can do anything through God. Through Christ who gives us strength okay so he definitely means you there's no mistake there and you best do it because he will not let go until you do just guess just ask Jonah he ended up in the whale because he didn't go where he was supposed to go remember that's another story okay so I'm gonna take a really quick break But when I get back, we're going to look at Acts chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. So you can turn there in your Bible if you want to. Or if you're just driving, don't worry about it. We'll get there. But um, I will see you in a minute. Welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about feeling inadequate about what the purpose that God has called about the purpose that God has called us to do. Okay, Um, we said that he doesn't call the perfect, he perfects the called. Okay, let's remember that. Um, Let's take a look at Acts chapter nine, verses four through six. Falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul said. I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting, he replied. But get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. So I want to take a really quick look at who Saul was. Um, He was one of the leaders who would go around killing anyone who believed in Jesus. Um, He was there when Stephen, the first Christian martyr, was killed. Um, He hated Christians, obviously. And he found himself on a road to Damascus because he was headed to all the synagogues there to find any Christians and round them up and bring them back as prisoners to Jerusalem. And... Um, as he traveled, there was all of a sudden a very bright light from heaven, and that was where our reading for the day came into play. Um, after that conversation, Saul was blind and needed to be helped for the rest of the journey by the others who were traveling with him. And he was blinded for three days and did not eat or drink anything. Um, he was baptized, and after he, when he was baptized, he regained his sight. And he started to preach the gospel and was a very... He was a hunted man. He was hunted basically for the rest of his life. Um, And the disciples, like when he got... You know, when he got back to, I think, Jerusalem, um, the disciples were terrified of him because of his previous reputation. I mean, can you blame them? Like, the disciples were like... They were with Jesus like they were with Jesus so they were definitely believers and so definitely were probably like the top 12 wanted okay um and it took an explanation from another follower to convince them that Saul did not mean them any harm and was a believer now like he had done a 180 okay um And he was eventually renamed Paul, as we know. So Saul became Paul. And you guys, this person who wanted to kill Christians, all Christians, or at least throw them into prison, okay, this guy had a major breakthrough and he wrote the majority of the New Testament. Like wow right so Kristen Smith said it perfectly in the devotional when she said that Saul's conversion on the road to Damascus is another reminder that God calls the broken he calls the people who are not perfect because by all standards Saul was less than perfect you guys like Really, the guy who killed Christians is going to write the whole New Testament? Who is really believing that, okay? If you don't know the whole story. If you don't believe that God calls the people who are not perfect, that God calls the broken, okay? You got to believe it. There you go. Okay, you have Moses who stuttered, okay? Fine, whatever. Look, he did it. God made it happen, okay? And you have Saul who wanted to kill believers, okay? Okay? Who became a believer himself, and and led, started help was one of the key men in starting the Christian Church. Okay, so um, it's definitely a reminder. That God calls the broken. If God can use a man that was set on murdering believers, then he can most definitely use you and me. This is what she says. It's brilliant. I had to write it word for word because it's brilliant. Okay. So I just said, if God can use a man that was set on murdering believers, then he can most definitely use you and me. He uses the He uses us no matter what our past is or what our limitations are. Guys, I'm pretty shy to be truthful. I was like one of the shyest people you'd ever meet in your life. Now, I've gotten older and I've gotten wiser, okay? And so I branched out a little bit more. There are people who are like, can you just shut up now? There's a lot of people who think that. But we get past our limitations, okay? Um... So, he uses us no matter what our past is or what our limitations are. He is enough and it is through him and by him that we are redeemed. He loves to use the redeemed. Paul used to be Saul, okay? He was redeemed and he was used. He, I mean, did amazing things. And I'm here to tell you, he was like on the run he was either on the run, in prison. I think he had stones thrown at him. He was lowered from a wall in a basket to get away. He was like, he was, I mean, you name it, okay? And it happened to Paul. He was, he was definitely, I mean, he helped build the, the first churches. He preached the gospel. He spread the gospel like wildfire. Okay. Um, And. You know why he loves to use the redeemed. Like the completely imperfect people. I believe it's because people who are not perfect. Can relate to us. Being completely imperfect Christians shows non-believers who are searching for hope that hope is right in front of them in Jesus. Like, Christians kind of get a stigma, you guys, that like, we're, we're so uppity and we're so perfect and, you know, don't do anything wrong. I feel like sometimes when people are look just looking and searching and they just feel like they're never it's nothing's going to be good with them. I feel like sometimes we're not approachable, you know? And I would I mean, I would rather people know that I'm like a, I'm a Christian but I'm a hot mess. Okay? I'm a hot mess. And um So that I can show people that, yeah, I'm a hot mess, but I got Jesus. I have a God who loves me and it doesn't matter that I'm a hot mess. Like he loves them and all of their imperfections. He loves us and all of our imperfections. We don't have to be perfect to be Christians. There was only one perfect person on this planet, and that was Jesus. It's not our job to be perfect. You guys, it's not our job to be perfect. You know what our job is? Our job is to love. It's our job to show others that they don't have to be perfect to be loved by Jesus. And we need to share our stories of imperfection and how Jesus loved us like that and still does and cleaned us up and showed us the right way. And he still does. And he's still showing us the right way, right? We still, we will still be imperfect, but we are redeemed. Let them know that all through history, he has called and loved the broken. And he will call and love them too. And he is calling you right where you are. He called Saul when he was on his way to round up Christians and take them as prisoners. So he will definitely call you right where you are too. No perfection needed. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for all of the many blessings that you have poured out on our lives. Thank you for loving us and all of our imperfections. Thank you for calling us in spite of all those downfalls and in our brokenness. Thank you for perfecting us as we go through, go along the journey that you have called us to take. And thank you for loving us even when we're not going to be perfect because you know we're not going to be perfect. Um, you know, we're going to be a hot mess, but you love us anyway. Thank you so, so much. We love you, Lord. Please continue to work in our lives and reveal our callings and our purposes. You are amazing, God. In your name, we pray all of these things. Amen. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be blessed. Bye. thank you again for listening to this episode of the podcast if you haven't done so already please subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast or spotify so that you will never miss an episode then if you could do me a huge favor and rate and review the podcast this helps others find it and listen to the same episodes that you have listened to The podcast also has a Facebook page called The Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. I go live on this page every Wednesday around 9 p.m. for a fun discussion about the episode of the week. Thank you again for listening. Be blessed. Bye.